Okay, ladies and gentlemen of the women's football universe. So yeah, welcome everybody. I hope you're all doing good. Welcome to another episode of the Wuthomaniacs podcast, where if we're in myself, Irama Ahema Kakaba Ampe, the original about women's football with a focus on the African game. This week, we have, there are a number of things on the plate to talk about. And um, we are covering sort of, or, or commenting on news or things that, that happened since the last time we, um, yeah, we put out on So over the last two weeks, Yes. So, um, Ifwa, how are you doing? Tell us how your week has been. And oh, you, you people are complaining about Hamatan in Accra, and it's funny for me. Why is this it's funny? Very, come to the north. That is all I have to say. What's happening in the north? There's Hamatan plus some cold winds plus scorching sun. All together, How? happening at the same time. Cold and scorching sun. Yeah, the wind is very cold, and the sun is also trying to make a statement. So That's interesting. What's the actually, the temperature now? Okay, so before probably before seven, the temperature is about sixteen, seventeen degrees. Before seven. Well, PM. Yeah, 7 a.m. It's like 16, 17 degrees. And during the day right now, let me see. Let me see what the temperature is here. I've stopped checking because it doesn't it doesn't really change. It's the same thing we are experiencing. That's very interesting. Because I, I saw people were tweeting that it's cold in the north. And I was yes. degrees. Uh, at this time it's 36 degrees. Wow. And when I saw that, I was like, ah, oh, I would love some 18 degree weather right about now. That's very cold. And I don't know where the winds are from, but it's, for me, the weather is not good for me. I've been having those bleeds since I came here. I think oh, I'm, I'm okay. The weather should relax. She relax for me. Sorry. How about you? How are you doing? Ah, uh, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. As you will. Let's get into into things. So the first thing on the agenda is the FIFA Under Twenty Women's World Cup qualifiers. So the cup qualifiers are. Uh, the the first leg in the fourth round um, took place or is taking place this weekend. So um, three games were played yesterday, Saturday, and I think one game is ongoing or about to be played. And so the results between uh, for the games that came off yesterday are. Uganda versus Ghana. Ghana won that game by two goals to one. I watched that game. 
You watched. Uh, yeah. Tell us what happened. I enjoyed it. I didn't watch. Ghana won by two goals to one. Um, goals from Pausia Najemba in the eighty-third minute, a penalty. That's the Uganda goal, and then the Ghanaian goals from Salama to Abdullah in the nineteenth minute, and Grace Enima in the forty-eighth minute to give Ghana the win. So that means they have a. And away goals advantage ahead of the second leg in Ghana. Then we had Morocco versus Senegal. That ended 1-1. Goal for Morocco by Sofia Buftini in the 40th minute. Goal for Senegal by Hapsa Tudialu in the 20th minute. Then we had Cameroon versus Nigeria. That was also a draw, but nobody scored any goal. So, um, yeah, all to play for in the second leg. And then the Tanzania versus Ethiopia game uh, will be played today. Um, either it's ongoing or it's going to be played in maybe an hour. It should have started by now. Yeah, I think it started by now. So, yeah, we'll also be awaiting that result. And then the second leg of the a round will take place next month. So, Eva, yeah, the game will happen. How, how, how is the game is looking generally? So, um, I contacted Aisha on Twitter for a link, and mm-hmm. she said um, she hadn't gotten one yet. That was like 20 minutes to the game or something. So, then she sent me a link later, and then when I when I when I was able to tune in, they had played about twenty eight minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Ghana had already scored a goal. Mm. Yes. Um, um. There's this channel on YouTube, mm-hmm. some Ugandan channel. They mm-hmm. made it possible for us to actually get them to watch. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's cool. It was it was interesting. I mean, the ladies, the ladies really fought. Like they really played. They got a lot of chances. Mm-hmm. Some they were not so clinical with the finish, mm-hmm. but they really put on. They really put on a good fight. Okay. That's and, then, and then they scored another goal. They scored another goal in the second half, right when yeah. the second half started. Yeah. Both goals were beautiful goals. Then the Ugandans made some changes. They brought in some fast, fast uh, pace players. But I mean, the the captain of the Ghanaian team, she she was really she was everywhere. <laughs> like she was everywhere, tackling, creating chances. Like she really, she really did well. The penalty, what caused the penalty was. Uh, is it? Was it Mukarama? No, no, no. Oh. She didn't, Mukarama didn't play. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, what caused the penalty was like, they had a chance, right? And the player controlled the ball beautifully in the penalty box. And then one of the players, I think it was um, Grace, Grace Boudia, she... She missed. She missed timed her kick, 
right? Mm-hmm. Of where the ball was going. Mm-hmm. And she she mm-hmm. actually stepped yeah. on the Ugandan player's leg. And I mean, Miani was a penalty even before the ref, <laughs> even before I heard the whistle. But yeah, I mean, that, that was the actually one one of the chances they got to score the goal. Besides that, Ghanaians were the Ghana team was really. Okay. They really forced. I, mean, I was really impressed. I was, I was very impressed by how they played. Yeah. And I mean the second the second leg will be here in Ghana. And yes. I know for a fact that the first base players, they were um, the coach brought in for the second for the Ugandan team, he will start them because they know that they really have to win. So yeah. and I mean I don't think any of our players seriously got injured. So I don't think we have any injuries to worry about. Okay. If we play the way we play, I think we'll, we'll really really win at the end of the two games. Okay. I mean, I'm very impressed really. Overall, I was, I, was, I was very impressed by the way they were playing. That's good. That's good. But, yeah. um, you know, so the the FA mm-hmm. didn't tweet. There was no... Please, they are still mourning Black Stars. Let's end this conversation. Please. People have forgotten about them and gone to play for their clubs and gotten red cards. <laughs> so they should forget. We are done. It's over. They, please, they were they were still they was they were still mourning yeah. stars and the fact that people were I saw but, but I saw someone that they said that if we had if we had drawn with Comoros, yeah, we would have qualified. Drawn, we would have gone through that, that I think that even people people were I mean it's not it's not an excuse, but that's I'm just saying this very more like sarcastically. They were really just mourning black stars. That is that is all that is on their plate. I didn't see any tweet, nothing. So I went to check, and I saw that they were read. They retweeted uh, tweets from the the, the women's handle. Yeah, I'm like ah, but but they didn't personally tweet anything. Personally tweet about the game. How else are people supposed to? They should know? have been making noise about the that game. The game for like, <laughs> I mean, people that ah, the girls are playing. I said they are no hyping them or anything. People came for them, but I mean, Stone Boy, Stone Boy, Stone Boy, musician, actually tweeted about the girls, and he knows that they were making proud. Stone Boy, a musician who he tweeted, then somebody even ah, who is going to play a match again? You're like they're under twenty. Women's teams like, hey, sir, and we've not heard it anywhere. I'm like, but when in my mind, what do you want to hear? The FNI is not even talking about it. Yeah. Who do you want to hear? The meeting that they had with the ministry, anyway. Yeah, so still on the under 20 Women's World Cup, um, the match schedule for the final tournament um, has been unveiled. And uh, the date for the draw has also been announced. So the draw for the uh, World Cup Women's Under-20 Women's World Cup will take place on the 5th of May in San Jose, Costa Rica, at the Teatro Nacional. Uh, So the tournament is going to take place in Costa Rica. 
all 32 games will be played in two host cities, which are San Jose and Alajuela. I think I, I hope I pronounced that right. Um, the San Jose Estadio Nacional will see 18 matches, including the opening and final games, and the remaining 14 matches, including two quarterfinals, will be played at the Alajuela Morera Soto. That's a stadium, if anybody doesn't know that. <laughs> Not somebody yeah, so that's, that's, that's on the under-20 women's World Cup. Um, yeah, and then we move into the Women's Asian Cup, which kicked off, um, what was it, yesterday or two, two days ago? I think two days ago. Yeah, two days ago. So this um, edition is the 20th edition. The first one was held in 1975. And then the frequency was changed to every four years from 2014 when it became the qualifying tournament for the Women's World Cup. Also, the number of participating teams uh, has been increased from 8 to 12, starting with this year's edition. And prize money has also been introduced for the first time in the history of the competition. Good news. Yeah. Uh, the winner will receive a million dollars. Second place team will get $500,000. And third place will get $150,000. Okay. Yeah. Um, price money. Sorry? You finished with the prize money. So. Yes. Um, past winners include New Zealand. They were the first ever winners in 1975. They won it once. Republic of China, um, that is Taiwan, have won it twice. Chinese Taipei have won it once as well. Uh, and Thailand also. Um, the People's Republic of China are the most successful. They won it eight times, including seven successive titles from 1986 to 1999. In the North Korea, they've won it three times. Australia has won it once. And Japan, who are the current uh, champions, have won it two times. So um, a couple of group groups. Now the results from yeah, the start. They started on Thursday. Yeah. So if I kindly give us the results. So the opening game was China versus Chinese. It's what Taipei. Oh, what was the name? The Chinese Taipei. Yeah, right? Chinese Taipei. Yeah. China scored four goals. Uh, Chinese Taipei couldn't score one. So it was four nil. 
India and Iran was zero zero. It was a goalless draw. Japan scored Myanmar five nil. That was Friday. Mm-hmm. Australia scored Indonesia eighteen nil on Friday. Whoa! Whoa! I'm still in shock. Whoa! Whoa! Do you know why? Why? They had forty three shots. 25 shots on target. Damn. And they scored 18. Damn. Like, the ref, why did, like, when it got to 10 or 13? They should stop because... <laughs> the ref should have whispered to some kid that they should relax more. Why are they relaxing? They cannot relax. They have to score. 18. I mean, I mean, it's it's that I think the last time we had such a high score was USA versus um, the World Cup. Really, that far, that far, that was thirteen years. Mm. Talking about like a double digit like that. Mm. The last time I saw it was um, the last the last one before that. No, after that, I think was nine nine. I don't remember the the team, but. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, 18 goals. Wow. Philippines scored Thailand. Yeah, it was Thailand US speed, right? Philippines scored Thailand 1-0. And South Korea scored Vietnam 3-0. Yeah. So the second the second group matches, one was played today. China scored Iran 7-0. So tomorrow, Myma will play South Korea. Australia will play Philippines. Indonesia will play Thailand. Vietnam will play Japan. Mm, tomorrow. So all of them tomorrow. Yes. Myma, South Korea is at 8 a.m. Ghana time. That is, I don't know how. It's in the morning. All the games are in the morning. Oh, okay. Philippines will play 10 a.m. Will play Australia at 10 a.m. Indonesia will play Thailand 12 p.m. Vietnam will play Japan at 2 p.m. Oh, okay. At least that one I can watch the 2 p.m. one. Yeah, so I'm not top scorers. Hey, hey. Samantha K, five goals. Wawuzi. Wang Shuang. Five goals from China. Wow. Samantha Kess from Australia. Then Emily Van Egmond from Australia has three goals. Mm. Wang Shanshan from China has three goals. Ellie Carpenter from Australia has two goals. Wow. Hayley Russell from Australia has two goals. Kia Simon from Australia has two goals. Ji Soyeon has two goals. She's from South mm-hmm. Korea. And Yui Hasigawa from Japan has two goals. Ah, and loads of players with one goal. Yeah, loads. Interesting. Loads. I think the top scorer will be between Sam Ke and Wang Shuang. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Those two will be fighting for it. 
Yeah. Anyway, so that's good. That's a good tournament happening. If um you guys have the chance, you can look at that. Uh, try and watch some of the games. I you use, have a link anywhere you I, can watch. I haven't watched any. I use you know one of these um other sites. Oh, all right. sure, 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 yeah. sure. I don't know. Should I mention? I'll try that. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know. Sometimes yeah. I can't find things. I'll try it tomorrow. Try it. Yeah. Try it. Yeah. I'll try it tomorrow. Try it. Tomorrow. Yeah. All right. All right. So next, um, the women's UEFA Women's Champions League. There is a record that could be set in that competition involving Barcelona and Real Madrid. If you remember, Barcelona are the uh, current champions of the Champions League. They won it last season, beating Chelsea, what was it, four four goals to zero. That was a terrible, terrible, terrible game for all Chelsea, (laughs) myself included. Anyway, and now this season two, we're out of it. Terrible. So, yeah, so um, the quarterfinal second leg clash between Barcelona and Real Madrid uh, in that competition will take place at the Camp Nou. And we are hearing that the stadium has sold out. Yeah. The new camp has sold out. Over 80,000 tickets were sold in three days. And there's a possibility, like I mentioned earlier, for a new club attendance record to be set. Um, it will be the second time the club has played in the Camp Nou and the first time with fans. And that particular game is going to take place on the 28th of March. So, rightly so, everybody or quite a lot of people in the women's uh, football space are excited about this. Very, when I started, I was very excited. I was like, yes. this, 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 this is great. This is great. Yeah, yes, yes. I mean, it's good It's good to see that, um, you know, people are buying the tickets, fans are buying the tickets and they want to go watch. I don't really know how much the tickets were sold for. Um, I'm guessing quite cheap. Tickets maybe under ten pounds, not more than fifty pounds. I don't really know. I, I don't really know how much the tickets were going for. But if um, past experience is to be referred to, then I'm sure they went for quite uh, cheap. But one concern that um, people were also raising is that yeah, sure we've had like a lot of these one-off games where the attendance is great, like 70,000, 80,000, 60-something thousand people uh-huh. attend a women's game, um, obviously in, in Europe, a club game to be specific. But then that has not been able, able to be sustained. So, I mean, yeah, these one-off, one-off games are also good, but in the long term, are they even really doing anything substantial, right? And then I was also thinking, okay, 
Sure, it's good. 85,000 people have bought tickets. But on the day, how many of those 85,000 people will actually show up? Right? I mean, that's normal for any event. That's normal for any event. That's, you know, an X number of people will show up and you get a lower number of people actually showing up on the day. But I think overall, um, it's, it's, it's great to see to see the number, and I think that game will be quite an interesting game. Yeah. Yeah. Hoping to see that. Hoping to be able to watch that game too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. And hoping to be able to report similar story on an African club game or league game or whatever. That Azakes versus police ladies, 85,000 people at Accra Sports Stadium. <laughs> now we do. Yeah, so that's that's um, with Barcelona and Real Madrid. And then let's do the FIFA, FIFA the best awards. So the awards night was held on January 17. And some of the the winners of some of the awards, particularly Uh the FIFA Fifth Pro Women's World 11, that list or that lineup raised some eyebrows because there were some people in there that <laughs> were not supposed to be in there. I'm sure if you if you come across that particular list, I feel like this is the tenth time I've said particular. If you've come across that list, you would know what I'm talking about. But anyway, just run through. Um, Alexia Putellas won the best women's player. Emma Hayes won the best women's coach. Best women's goalkeeper went to Christiane Endler. And the best FIFA special award for women's football went to Christine Sinclair of Canada for her 188 goals in 308 appearances for Canada. And then the Women's World 11. So the goalkeeper was obviously Christian Endler. Defenders, Millie Bright of Chelsea, Lucy Bronze of Manchester City, Magdalena Eriksson of Chelsea, and Wendy Renard of Lyon. Midfielders, Estefania Bonini of Levante, Barbara Bonanzea of Juventus, and... <clears throat> Carly Lloyd of New Jersey, New York, Gotham FC. Forwards, Marta of Orlando Pride, Vivian Midema, Arsenal, and Alex Morgan of Tottenham. <laughs> San Diego. I don't I don't I don't really know where she plays for. Anyway, Alex Morgan, yeah. So even before the World 11, right, I think Emma Hayes, I mean, I do 
I did want MIH to win. But upon second thoughts, I was like, no, the Barcelona coach should have won it. True. Because, I mean, he won the whole Champions League and won their league and everything. I mean, people said that, oh, Emma his Chelsea won the treble, but he beat you 4 0 in Champions League final. <laughs> like, what are you saying? Exactly. So, like, how, how does that work? I don't know. Anyway, that is even less absurd than Carly Lloyd and Martha and Alex Morgan making the World Eleven. <laughs> I mean, not that. I mean, we don't like these players. We do, but come on. I think Carly Lloyd didn't even play. How many games did she play for Gotham FC the whole season? The whole season. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really, I don't know how, I don't know how they, how do they pick? How many games did she play? Games did she play? Remember when she was signed, uh, she signed with Tottenham, everybody, like, all of the, the, the... How many games did she play? All the English fans, English WSL fans were all hyped. Like, Morgan and Spanish WSL, whatever, whatever. What's the game? How many games did she play there? How many? We're showing her more on the bench than five. Right? How many? I don't even think she played five games. I have to check, but I don't even think she played up to five games. How many did she play? Totally upset. They are just keeping on to show us that this is just a popularity contest. And the most popular players we keep winning. Even the player that won. The best women's player was not in the in the world level. How? How? <laughs> how? If or how? Me, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to say because speechless. Speechless. How? How do they pick? Because. <laughs> I don't know what to say, honestly, honestly. How did they pick? How did they decide? This one, like, the players, a lot of, like, players voted for that, so I don't know. (laughs) Something. Anyway, I mean, it's like you expect something like this to happen. With this award because it's almost always based on popularity rather than merit. Even Vivian Midema, Midema should not even be understood. Anyway, that's that's for that. That's that. Yeah, and the last thing that we will touch on in this episode is if I. Hey. I want you to lead, lead off, lead this one. Hey. I want you to start with this one. Why? You want me to start this? You start, you start. Hmm. So, at the Calf Women's Champions League, 
Hazakas ladies came up as runners, runners up to the competition. They lost to Mamelodi Sundowns. That's two goals to New right? Two goals to New But despite the, that final loss, um, the Hazakas ladies did very well in the competition with Evelyn Bedou being the, the goal queen. Mm-hmm. She was the top scorer for the Kafu Men's Championship. Mm-hmm. And, she, and she won something else. Aside from the goal, goal scorer, she won something. Best player. She won best player, yes. She won best <laughs> player. So in this there were reports that she had been transferred to Alva A. Take your time. Take your time. I know. I know. About Miss IL in Norway. And that the deal was signed till 2024. And then there were articles about the coach talking about how he had been watching her game and he was really interested in having her in the team. Then, so I mean, we're happy. We're happy that, I mean, she had. She had gotten a team outside and somebody had actually seen her and recognized her talents. And it wasn't just her. It was another player to perpetual Jeku. Who also, there were also reports that came out that she had been transferred to the same team for the same number of years. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was a very exciting thing. Everybody, there were, there were reports on CAF Online, top journalists in Ghana were talking about it everywhere. And so like we're like, oh, okay, done deal, cool. Then somewhere, it was this January or December, this January, that Sadiq Adams tweeted that uh, Mamelodi Sundowns wanted to sign everybody onto their team. Then everybody's like, ah, is it the same player that you posted has been transferred to Norway? So like, what is happening? Like everybody was confused. And I remember so under that tweet, a lot of people had taken screenshots of the earlier transfer news, the Norway transfer news, and were putting it under the tweet that ah, so what happened to this? Like, this didn't go through, I don't know. Now, we are here to hear from the team itself, if we hear from the team itself, as to if the first transfer news that came up, if it was true or it wasn't true, or if it wasn't a done deal, we don't know. And yes, I mean, we are are still waiting. We know. We know. But people may not know because we have, we understand that the deal is not yet done. Um, that's the Norway deal. It's not yet done. They're still in talks. And that's the Mamelodi Sundowns offer is just a rumor. So FY and I and another friend um, who has been on the podcast before? 
asked a friend of ours who works with or works for Hazakis. That's ah, this is what we are hearing. Didn't they say in December or when the report <laughs> in December that ah, she's going to Norway, it's a done deal. And now we are hearing this, like what's going on? So the our friend, you know, told us what was going on. And then we asked, okay, but won't the club come out to just issue, you know, a statement or something clarifying the situation? Because when uh, the Mamelody Sundowns um, reports came out, it was Sadiq Adams, who is a top, top, top respected journalist in the country, tweeted that, tweeted that. And I went, and people were, I, I went to read that, I read that tweet, and there people in the comments asking, ah, but I, I, is she not going to Norway? I read that she was going to Norway, ah, but is she not in Norway? So I was like, yeah, so now, this is, um, what word do I even use? Something, yeah, confusion around your player. So why won't you just come up and clear the air that, oh, maybe, okay, we are in talks with clubs concerning so-and-so player, nothing um, has been finalized yet, and that when things are finalized, we'll let the fans know something. And this oh, our- maybe the true issue is um, surrounding these two players will be made known when it's the right time. Something. Exactly. Like, Literally something and, just to and keep us. Our friend said, oh, it is not necessary for them to do that. And honestly, we were also saying it's necessary. So it was a whole, we had a whole argument in you, anyway about, about that. And I, or we just thought, you know, as a professional club, because these things happen all the time. Where there's some confusion around players. It's always rumors about a player going somewhere, a yes. player something, something, every time. I mean, the rumors, they'll be there, but not when, if you say, or oh, if they are just rumors and no concrete something has come up, they can say, fine, we don't need to address it. But if there were reports by credible journalists, sports journalists in their space, that the deal was done, and there was even one article that had quotes from the Norway, from the Avalsnes coach to that effect. I mean, that just, you know, would tell everybody that ah, this is a done deal. So now you're saying, ah, but you are seeing her playing in the, in the, in the, in the league here. What is, is she in Norway? I mean, just come out and call it as a professional club would do. But I guess we are not at that professional level yet in the women's game in Ghana. So anyway, so yes, to anybody, if anyone else saw that article, it seems the situation is that she's, Evelyn Bedou is still in Ghana. The talks are still ongoing and may be concluded soon. So she may actually be going to Norway, to Avaldsnes, and that the Mamelodi Sandals one is just a rumor, apparently. Also, we are told. Also, we have heard. Also, no, no, no. So we are told. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We've heard. You see, I'm how I'm quiet on the matter. We're told, and we have heard. So, yeah, that is it. <laughs> you see, I'm quiet on the matter. 
don't be quiet. You have to. So, you know why? So, then, yes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why. Yes, are we? Anyway. Oh, I, mean, yes. I really think that it would have been better if they had come out to say something. If not for anything, the team, the team has really gained like a larger audience, right? Right from constantly, uh, consistently winning the CAF Women's Champions League qualifiers, they won. Right? Again, the larger audience, because I mean, even before the qualifiers, remember River Angels had come to talk that Azakes was mm-hmm. not there, what, 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 everything. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? And I mean, it drew a lot of audience for people just supporting the yeah. team because it's a Ghanaian, it's a Ghanaian club yeah. that is going out there and representing the country in a very nice way. Then we get to the Cup Champions, the Government Champions League, and I mean, we're doing well. We, I mean, after a, few, a couple of games, people were actually saying that they think Evelyn Badu actually be there top goal scorer, and she was the top goal scorer. She was the best player of the tournament. Mm. And, I mean, people, some people even in the US were complaining about how they couldn't get um, um, streams to actually watch the game. And mm-hmm. so, yeah. Now, the team is not just a team that is known locally, right? They are known internationally, globally, right? And people are we're actually happy about the Norway transfer deal. Okay. So if that has come up and everybody's excited, then the next year we are hearing that another club wants it and it's apparently a rumor and there's no clarification as to what is happening. Then what? how do you want the fans to feel or think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the fans also help to help the team in a certain way. I mean, we give, we are giving you support. We are creating good things, saying good things about the team, all those things, right? So if we cannot be giving even a little bit of uh, information or clarification, yeah, then we might as well just pack ourselves somewhere and then just move on because... Right now, we don't even know. Me another tweet. Me, I saw that tweet so well. Then I went back. Then I went to CAF online. Then I saw the transfer deal there. And I'm like, ah. anyways, like, this is saying this. This is saying this. Now, somebody wants, even the rumor, Kurano. Well, we know that it's a rumor now. But even the people were like, ah. And even under the tweet, there were people from, um, um, South Africa were like, ah, then it's, it's good they are getting here. Like, it's good. My melody Sandals want to sign it. Like, they were happy. They, they were also happy in their in their country that, oh, at least she's joining, like, a very top-tier team and they really think it's a good opportunity for her and all that. So right now, we don't even, we don't, we don't even know what is happening. So yeah. I really think they should have clarified that issue. But yes, I think so. I agree with you. I think so, too. And just one last thing before we sign off. So this season, right, the hype, if I'll put it that way, for the women 
has gone down. Like the promotion, everything is down. I mean, if you look at last season, where they were giving like regular, I mean, they are still giving regular updates on games. I'm just looking on the Twitter. Um, the yeah. games between uh, Fabulous Ladies and Amhindakwa and Police Ladies and Army Ladies uh, is ongoing now. Yeah, giving updates. But <clears throat> as compared to last season, it's like the buzz has died down. I don't know why, to be honest. I don't know why, what's going on internally <laughs> with that. Uh, I really, I really don't know. Because even last season, they would give, uh, like... Uh, there were highlights. Yes. There were highlight videos of the games. Yes, yes exactly. Um, Facebook was showing oh, a lot of the live games. Interviews with some of the players yeah. and some yes. of the coaches. And even once or twice or four times, they showed some of the games. But this season, I, I, I have not seen that they have showed any game. If what have you? No, I haven't. I haven't, I haven't seen any stream of yeah. the games. I, see, I actually um, followed the Facebook page that used to show the games. Yeah. So then when there's a game, like you get a notification. But mm-hmm. I, haven't, I haven't gotten that in a while. I still think one day I've noticed this, even some of the clubs don't really hype their games as mm-hmm. they used to. I, I, I don't know who is behind the club account, so... Yeah, so at the club level, I don't know. I don't know if it's because they don't have the personnel to do that. And I was speaking with a friend, uh, you know her, Susan. Yeah. Susan. Susan was mentioned that she was doing social media last season for one club. Okay. And I mean, she would handled it like very well, but she said she was not being paid for it. So, all at, that I, work. yeah, yes, all that work. And you know, you, could, you remember, um, remember, I realized it's like when there's a goal, like there was like a graphic for the goal. Oh, there's still, there still is a graphic. So, all that work. They still have no that. money was coming. Yes. But yes, I mean hmm, the thing is 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 it's some way because they have to tell you they don't have money. That's their song. There's no money. They don't have money. There's no money. They don't have money. Right? But then you also cannot expect people to come and do gigs for you or do jobs for you and not pay them. Right, so yeah, my question is, so I don't know what can they do to find the money. I understand that yes, obviously COVID has impacted uh, businesses and things like really negatively. But even before that, they were still saying we don't have money. There's no money. Yeah, COVID, COVID cannot, COVID cannot be the reason. So COVID cannot be the only reason because before that we don't have money. There's no money. We don't have. But wait, money. last season were they selling tickets? I don't think so. Have they ever thought about selling tickets at games? Clubs. So that's the thing. A few clubs were selling tickets. It's, it's 
So the FAA manages the league, right? So yeah. something like that. I don't know if it's be like a league-wide policy or a club, right? So if it's yeah. a league-wide thing, then the then the, the the management committee, the league management board or whatever, who should rather like kind of okay, this is the highest. You know, let's do some research. Like, how much will fans be willing to pay? Will fans be willing to pay to come and watch a game? Number one, how much will they be willing to pay? What's the highest amount? What's the lowest amount they may be, they will be willing to pay? And then you just you know strike some average and put put a price on it and say, okay, this isn't bad going to help you to get you know get proceeds and stuff mm-hmm. so every club this is the highest amount you can charge this is the lowest amount you can charge or they can even do per categories kids versus adults or versus students or whatever right yeah oh, something but anyway that's a conversation for an, another conversation <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but what 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 you've been saying, what what you what you are saying, like is is very true. Like it's like everything has has dived down. Like there's really, I mean, of the whole Champions League, has that yes, yes. something to give you, you know, added hype? But not not. But still, they, I don't think they they stood on the hype to do anything meaningful with it. Not really, not at all. Uh-huh. Anyway, guys, this is where we we will end it um, for this episode. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. If you haven't listened to our previous episode, that was our first episode for the year. Kindly check that out. Um, if you have any questions or any suggestions or comments, you can tweet at us at Maniacs on Twitter. We are also on Instagram and Facebook, but we are not on there as much. So if there's any way you find us on, on social media, it will be the Twitter. And um, we hope you do have a wonderful weeks and we will see you next time bye no peace today yeah i see you please please